The question I always ask when we start recording these podcasts, what episode are we on? 18? Olivia one, we're 19. 19. Okay, nine, we've done 19 of these podcasts. We can't believe it. So welcome everyone to episode 19 of the Hex podcast. And today's a really special one um, because one of the unsung heroes of Hex, the official unsung heroes, because at the summer party this year, we did a load of awards. And one award was given to the unsung hero. And the unsung hero was a group of people. And they're the ones that turn up three times a week without fail. In fact, they turn up more times than us because we've actually ghosted you a couple of times <laughs> because we've messed up the rota. Um, but um, I'm here with Malcolm Forbes. Hi, Malcolm. Hi, Chris. Welcome to HQ. Um, so um, Malcolm is one of the members of Hex who turns up on Zoom three times a week um, for a strength training session um, with a group of about 10 of us, if we're lucky. Yeah, up to yeah, yeah, up to ten. And what what happened was, <clears throat> just as COVID was rearing its ugly head for the very first time, we'd done quite a lot of work, not only on um, attracting fifty-year-old men to the gym, but also we were starting to build up older than that. Kim came in, and it was like, oh god, we've got a seventy-year-old. This is insane. We love this. And then he started contacting his friends and all that kind of stuff, and then. Um, we started doing a class in the gym and we'd done about two weeks <clears throat> and I remember Sue because I was um, Sue's one of the members that comes on the zoom every um, three times a week um, I was like Sue you, are you coming in and she booked in to come and I was like yes another one yes and I think she was going to bring her husband as well I'm not sure um, and then she was like I'm not sure I'm going to come in because there's this thing going on called COVID and then it was like no come 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 and then it just obviously never came in so then it ended up being on Zoom and actually it lives quite comfortably on Zoom doesn't it and, it, and yeah. it, there it will remain although next year we're going to be introducing the class back in the gym as well um, so um Malcolm, um, congratulations on being an unsung hero at Hex. <laughs> My privilege, I think. <laughs> um, today's podcast is about um, diabetes um, and people living with diabetes. And Malcolm, um, who's been doing our classes, mentioned to me last week on the Zoom that he'd had some really good news. Do you want to talk about that? Mm, yeah. Um, well, I've had diabetes for about eight years um, and, um, you know, I struggled with it, not really be able to knock it on the head, wanted to. Um, and uh, over the last year, I've really been working on it. Um, and uh, I had a full medical two weeks ago now, three weeks ago. Um, and finally, they declared that I was in the normal zone. Wow. Um, now, they, they don't sort of say you've, uh, yeah, diabetes cured. is gone. No. Um, they say you've got six months where we will monitor it and hopefully you'll stay in the more normal zone. So you're defined as pre-diabetes. Right. Um, but uh, it means that, uh, you know, all the pills that uh, I was taking, they're right down to just one a day now. Um, and uh, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, that this is it. Yeah. Uh, beating it. Incredible. Mm. And so you're going to talk, I'm going to talk a bit more about what I've learned about diabetes specifically from a lot of what we learned um two years ago when dr fiona mccarthy who was a member at hex and dr um deck who everyone knows and loves here at hex came and did a men's health event and they talked about it a lot um 
but um, I'm going to talk about that and then you're going to talk about what you what it meant to you and what you've done since but <laughs> I have to say um, whenever I switch on that zoom you're the first there <laughs> um, and when you've come and visited us here at Hex a couple of times you can see how you can just see, sometimes you can just see it in a member or a client how committed they are to exercising and how desperately they want to be here to do it and how they're on a bit of a mission and yep. i can see it you can feel yeah, it yeah, yeah. so congratulations well done yeah, um, well that's incredible. you're the ones that helped me do it um so um dr fiona mccarthy and deck um and a couple of other doctors that they knew came down to hex two years ago and we hosted this brilliant men's health event and it was to talk about all sorts of men's health so prostate cancer and all that kind of stuff but cardio vascular disease was one of the big ones and that and the reason for that is because cardiovascular disease is the biggest killer of men over 50 in the uk um, and um, so it's important to bring up that because actually diabetes is one of the biggest contributors to cardiovascular disease so a couple of stats um, that i've learned over the years and been brushing up before this podcast um, there are 4.9 million people that are living with diabetes in the UK right now, which is insane. Mm, horrifying. Um, 13.6 million people are deemed to be at risk. That's insane. Mm -hmm. um, and 830,000 people are actually living with diabetes but haven't been diagnosed. Um, so um, when Dr. Fiona McCarthy came in, she talked about that. I think those stats have actually gone up since she, so I pulled them off the diabetes.org.uk website. Um, but she talked about how cardiovascular disease is a massive problem globally, but also in this country, and diabetes is, a, is one of the biggest contributors. So we've got one in 10 people over 40 living with diabetes. We've got one in six over 60 living with diabetes. We've got one in four men specifically over 70 living with diabetes. Um, and the, 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 t the type of diabetes that's, that's most common out of people living with diabetes is type two diabetes, which is obviously what you had, right? Um, so this is where there's too much sugar in the blood because your body, either, either A, your body is unable to produce insulin, the hormone insulin, which helps to metabolize the glucose from the, from the sugar from the food, or your body is insensitive to the glucose that's produced. So you, it can't get, it can't get mm, metabolized, yeah, right? It's, it's unable to actually process the insulin that you are producing. Right. And you may not be producing enough anyway. So. And so what that means is too much mm. blood in the- Too, too much, much sugar glucose in, in it, yeah, but yeah. And that, over time, puts real pressure on all your internal organs. It causes all sorts of cellular disintegration and right. problems with the, you know, those sort of things, which hence the various yeah. things that go yeah. wrong with diabetes. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. hence the, the kind of the, the, the road to mm. cardiovascular disease. Um, so some other shocking stats, and then we're not going to be so depressing about it and, and so dramatic about it, actually. Um, but um, 9,600 people have a toe, a leg, or something amputated every year because of the fact that they're living with diabetes. Um, it's the leading cause of preventative sight loss in the UK, which is shocking to think that you can lose your sight because, you're, mm -hmm. because of um, living with diabetes. One in six hospital beds right now um, are populated by someone who is 
suffering from or living with diabetes and 10 million pounds is spent every year by the NHS that's 10% of their budget so this is why we're hex is interested in it because of all the work we've been doing over the years with guys in their 50s 60s and beyond um uh, I mean, I talk about men, but also women, of course, but, you know, we've done a lot of work with men. And so it's an important thing for us to focus mm -hmm. on and to know about. Um, and but also because there's been a number of studies which show that strength training um, uh, is proven to be something that actually helps to reduce the risk. Um, so. Generally, research has consistently always shown that diets and exercise can help reduce the risk of developing diabetes by 50%. Um, and in the last decade, and this is why it's interesting to us here, in the last decade there's been two specific studies by Harvard University which have highlighted that actually strength training or resistance training, they actually use the word resistance training, same thing with strength training, um, is a way to reduce the risk whether you're pre-diabetic whether you're diabetic or you're at risk and the reason for that is because muscle helps to metabolize glucose so the more muscle you have in your body the less risk of developing diabetes you are um, so the less risk of developing diabetes you are the less risk of suffering from cardiovascular disease you are and so the less risk of death um it's it that sounds ridiculously simple and i know that all these things are much more complicated but what is what is absolutely certain from these studies is that strength training helps reduce the risk of diabetes so it's something that we're suddenly like at hex we're interested in this but also the work that we just did for battle cancer where we were raising money for the man van um, the man van is a, a project by the Royal Marsden, which takes um, a van to demographics in this country of where there are men who are likely to be suffering from all sorts of things like prostate cancer and all that kind of stuff. And these are the men that won't go to the doctors. It's unthinkable. They don't care. They ignore they block and so the man van goes out to them to get them tested and one of the big things that they test of course is for um, diabetes mm. so again another reason why hex is really interested um, in it um, and how we could possibly through our strength training help so over to you malcolm that's my little introduction <laughs> <laughs> thanks um well, a bit about me. I, I mean, I um, uh, retired in, in when I was 60, which is now eight years ago. Um, I had a career um, principally oh, and nice fairly... Uh, well, it was one of the things I always wanted to make sure I did, because who knows how much time you got on this yeah. earth. So I wanted to yeah. have control over my life, and I was able to do it. Because you had your own business. Um, I had my own business. I ran a business for 15 years. Um, but I'd worked in IT and various other things like that, very sedentary jobs, always sitting at a computer, yeah. uh, not doing much exercise. And in the last years of running a business, I just never had time for exercise. And 
Hence, by the time I was uh, late 50s, had all sorts of problems, uh, getting back problems, uh, had a back op to, um, to sort that out. Um, I was unfit, I was overweight, and uh, when I was 60, I was diagnosed with uh, type 2 diabetes. Um, I think the context here is that that's only eight years ago. Uh, Things have changed a lot in eight years. I mean, you mentioned the Harvard study. Yeah. Um, there's been another study, which uh, Newcastle University, I don't know whether you can see that, but uh, um, they did a 10-year study um, looking at how diet, um, as well as exercise, but diet principally, uh, can be used to uh, not just uh, manage diabetes, but defeat it and reverse it. Um, and it's quite a um, heavy diet program. Um, but it influenced the medical profession in the way that they treat diabetes. Mm -hmm. You know, when I was first diagnosed, um, it was, right, you've got diabetes, that's it. We don't need to manage it. And I have to say the National Health Service here is pretty damn good at managing it if, you're, if you um, cooperate. Yeah. Um, and it's managed with drugs principally. Um, and that's what you're, you're put on, so you get you know, things like glycosides and metformins. Um, you end up with a whole batch of tablets if you're really into it. By the time I was really diagnosed, uh, the last sort of three years or so, I was, you know, I was on something like 10 tablets a day. Wow. Um, so you're carting around this big <laughs> box of tablets wherever you go. Um, and you know, and I, I, I come from a family which has diabetes in it. My mother had diabetes, my father had diabetes, wow. type 2. Okay. Um, and it's probably important there to distinguish between type 2 and type 1. Okay. Type 1 principally is not a, um, something, a lifestyle issue. Right. It's, it's, uh, it's something to do with genetics, something to do with autoimmune. Yeah. They're not quite sure, they think maybe there's a virus involved in it, you know, there's all sorts of things. So it's a different beast, yeah. really. Yeah. We're talking type 2 diabetes, which is really about lifestyle. lifestyle. Um, there is some genetic component, possibly, and maybe I had that given yeah. both my parents, but yeah. um, they're, they're not very, well, they're, they're very clear that, that lifestyle does not help. Um, so I, I retired at 60 and was diagnosed with diabetes. Yeah. Um, I was also... <laughs> I was also very um, anxious to try and get my life back um, because I could see in my parents the things, just ignore it, <laughs> um, the things that are likely to go wrong because my mother went blind. Wow. Um, okay. You know, so that she was, lost she her was, sight because it, of diet type 2. It was late 80s. She, was, she lost her sight. Type 2 diabetes because of that. She had problems with her... Um, Feet and legs, mobility. The classic, um, the classic symptoms. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I could see that, you know, I was heading that way if I carried on yeah. um, the way I was going. Um, so uh, just over a year ago, um, well, it'll be about two years nearly, yeah. Um, yeah. decided, yeah. along with uh, my friend Kim, who was yeah. one of the um, instigators of the Over Six Days group. Um, yeah. And... Uh, um, said, well, we need to do something about this. Let's, you know, let's uh, sign up with a gym. And uh, just as I was about to do that, just like Sue, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, COVID sure. came along. And uh, um, fortunately, you had this foresight to set up the Zoom yeah. classes, which have been a real help. Yeah. Um, you know, and as, as you say, on the strength side of things, um, not only did it 
helped me generally, but it also fixed things like my dodgy knee, yeah. which I don't have anymore. Um, yeah. And that's through strength exercises. Yeah. Um, squats. Yeah. Squats. 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 <laughs> uh, beloved squats. Uh, so, you know, it, it really has made a difference to me. I feel much better. I feel much stronger. Um, you know, I've lost weight, um, and that's uh, partly to do with uh, um, following this book, yeah. um, which is a tough eight-week program of, um, for me, a maximum of 800 kilocals a day. Um, right. Well, someone my size should be on 2,400 a day. Right. And so you're talking about a third of intake, which is quite hard, to, certainly to begin with. Yeah. Um, but and, it, and so do you start building that up again now? Come through, Rob. Thanks very much. Yeah. Give the camera a wave. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see you later. Okay. Do you, so do you start building those calories back up? You can't, that's not yeah, sustainable, that's the, right? No, it's not sustainable. And they wouldn't recommend it in all um, cases either. It's no. uh, something you've got to be careful of and keep an eye on. Yeah. Because obviously at that level, um, you're not taking in nearly enough to sustain the body. No. <laughs> Hence, it has to start burning the fat. Yes. The uh, theory behind this is that, um, as we said, with type 2 diabetes, there's a problem with um, any insulin you're making not getting through and being taken up to metabolize no. the glucose. Yeah. Um, and one of the reasons they think that is is because of fat forming around the pancreas and the liver. It's like a blocker. So, yeah, it's like a, yeah. It's like a blocker. So um, you can go on a diet and you can get rid of this sort of fat. But it's hard to get, to get but rid of it. the fat inside around your pancreas Organs. and your liver is much more difficult. And yeah. hence, um, this Newcastle University study came up with this, um, what is essentially a kind of nuclear option where you've just really hit your body hard. Um, and it forces it to start consuming that fat Amazing. and getting rid of that. Um, and they think that's what um, uh, reverses the type 2 yeah. diabetes. It's not 100% um, and it's not for everyone, but um, it seems to have worked for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So far, touch wood. Yeah. I'm not out of the woods yet. No. Um, but uh, it certainly um, completely changed the, the, the blood sugar levels that I've got. So, so when you went for your checkup a couple of weeks ago, was it mm. the, the tablet situation? Was that like, okay, yeah. you're, you're actually, your body is now, yeah. you can, you've got, you're regulating it yourself. It's doing, it's doing the job yeah. now. You don't yeah. need the tablets anymore. Um, they think that's the case, but they're very cautious. So, the, but have um, they taken them away? Not taken them. Um, they've taken most of them away. Wow. Um, so I'm down to just um, uh, one yeah. uh, metformin yeah. a day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and how? So how do you know? Is it based on feeling, or is there a way to measure? Yeah. Your, okay. I take a blood test every okay. day, um, first thing in the morning. And is that like um, a pinprick? It's a pinprick one. Um, you could. Uh, I mean, you can't get them on the national health if you're type two, but you can get fancy monitoring yeah. devices that right. um, will say, I know all about these because my daughter, unfortunately, has type one diabetes and right. she has she has a so kind she of has a to measure, every day. measure, which was Bluetooth and all of that, which cool. is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I have to do the old fashioned pinprick um, yeah. and just monitor it. So first thing in the morning, your blood sugars are generally high after yeah. you've been sleeping. Right. So that's that's likely to be, you know, the, the, in, in average, on an average, the highest part of the day. So if they're in the normal zone, and normal is You're between well. sort of four and a half and six on the meter, um, uh, then you're doing okay. And mine has been in that the zone now for probably about six months. 
Um, but they'll want me to keep uh, uh, monitoring it. And, um, you know, I've got to keep it up and make sure it doesn't fall back. No doubt you want Coming to back to the diet, um, after the 800, you know, the eight weeks on the 800, um, the most difficult part then is how do you move back yeah. to some kind of normal lifestyle yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where you don't have to eat these kind of zero calorie conjac noodles and things yeah, like just that. to feel full yeah just yeah, to feel full that's like a new normal for you from now on so it's about trying to go back to the old normal well it's try not not the old normal hopefully a new normal, new normal. <laughs> yeah. yeah definitely so that uh, you know i can i you know i can go out for a meal without sort of having to sit there like some lemon with a you know a couple of tomatoes and a piece of lettuce uh, <laughs> um So that's been the toughest bit, is how to manage that. Um, yeah. um, alongside that is, is keeping the exercise up. And so, yeah, so you, do, you go yeah. swimming, you do, th you do three yeah. sessions a week with us, right? Yep. You go um, swimming, you do quite a lot of walking as well, don't you? Uh, yeah, at least uh, once a month or so. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, we do, we do 10, 10 mile walks, something like that. Uh, when I'm, I, I live partly in Scotland and when I'm up there, I do a lot more walking because yeah. I'm actually just live at the bottom of a mountain, so it's yeah. very easy just to yeah. walk out the door and get going. Um, swimming, cycling, um, I've always cycled anyway, um, so that's not been a, a problem, but I've opted. It. So it's just, it's just you know, keeping that, and I have to say, it would be tough if, you're always, if I was working. Yeah. Because um, it was. You know, that's one of the reasons why I got so unfit. It's just never found the time. Yeah. And, and you know this in terms of running a business. You yeah. just, you know, it's 24-7. Yeah. And um, yeah. um, you always sort of say, oh, I need to do this. Oh, I don't have time to go out for a swim or yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, being retired, thank goodness, um, I've been I've found the time. And, yeah. you know, that, that's been a priority to, yeah. to do yeah. that. The Harvard studies are interesting because mm. I think the one was, the one they did was, it was focused on 50-year-olds. And they were saying, if you do two, 20 minutes strength or resistance training sessions a week for three to six months, then the percentage of your insulin sensitivity increases by 30%. Mm. So, that's a, so that, that's right, that's the first one. So I was like, wow, just two 20 minutes yeah, strength training a sessions mm. a week mm. for three to six months yeah. could change your life. Like, so. It felt like a, a, that's quite that's quite small to me, right? Mm. And then the other, I'm mean, considering we go for forty five minutes. Forty five, yeah. You know, the, yeah sometimes you know. the guys take you longer, don't they? Take you to an hour. Sometimes. Well, Jimmy does. Um, <laughs> is he there? Um, and then the other, the other Harvard one. Um, I only do forty five minutes, and I turn it off. Oh, Jimmy's definitely tougher than you. <laughs> um, uh, well, Noelia was Noelia was the toughest, right? Uh, Noelia was yeah uh, different. Uh, she uh, she was much more into the kind of stretching yeah, and the, uh, the you know that that sort of stuff, which yeah. is remarkably difficult. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but the other study from Harvard was that men who did again it was for the fifty year old over fifty year olds who did five mm. strength training sessions a week for thirty minutes, which kind of like okay, that's 
every every day of your working week basically that's doable you reduce the mm. risk by of type 2 by 34 percent mm. so they're kind of two different studies really and quite a few years apart i think yeah but again like five 30 minute sessions a week of strength training to mm. be able to do something mm. as remarkable as reduce your risk of something that is pretty dreadful right? yeah 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 it's not not good at all i mean i was beginning to get things like tingling in my toes uh, you know it was um, blood supply was still good there but it was you know i could see what was going to happen of course i had my parents to show me what this is going to end up yeah. like yeah um yeah so yeah no, it's not good but i have to say that five 20 minute or 30 minute sessions a week sounds oh that's nothing but oh, God, get to, to get into doing something like that the advantage of having a, a gym class like hex is that you do it yeah. or at least i do yeah um yeah you know it gets me going and uh you know yeah. and I, I kind of feel almost well oh god it's a gym class today i must yeah. must make sure I'm, I'm there whereas i was just motivated myself you know i've got a little gym set up at home you know a few weights and then yeah. you know exercise bike in a roar yeah um to, to go up there and then to do a sustained 45 minutes on it yeah. you've got to have a bit more yeah. um, thing whereas the, De I think De the advantage of the gym is it really helps you yeah you're, you're, so, you're so right Declan yeah. Dr. Declan here talked about the magic of the structure like the it's so you're not you're not a member of virgin active or fitness first or whatever so it's not a lonely experience where you're going to be going to the yeah, gym yeah. you've got to work out what you're going to do yeah you've got to get there and all that kind of stuff mm. you're not booked into anything so whereas here like you you you're booking into a class so mm. it's like you don't want to book yourself off mm. and you don't want to change your mind and here especially for the younger lot as well when there's eight people on an eight max class you don't want to be the person that books off and doesn't give the person who really wanted to come to the class but couldn't because it was booked out mm. you know there's there's those kind of little psychological things that are actually magic because yeah. it makes you want to yeah. um b you want to turn up because they're all there right so all of your friends and stuff are there well, they, and and they, become where's friends. malcolm you yeah. don't want that yeah. right yeah. um yeah. And um, yeah. and also because you're just being told to do it, you've mm. got someone there who's yeah, got yeah. a degree of knowledge, intelligence, mm. and you know they're going to work you. Mm. So it's and, and I so I've got my own, I you know I own Hex with Phil. I'm here every day. The gym is here. I struggle. I'm struggling now. When am I doing my session today? When am I going to do it? When am I going to do it? And what yeah. am I going to do? Mm. So I've actually, one of the coaches here now is my PT and they train me. And mm. so I just rock up. I've got to be there on time. Otherwise I'm letting them down yeah. and they're going to say, mm. Chris, hold this kettlebell, squat 12 times, rest 30 seconds, do something else. And it's like, that's yeah. how to do it, right? No, no, definitely. That's, that's what does it. Um, absolutely. Yeah yeah, 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 brilliant. Um, can you just talk a bit more a bit about that book? Mm. Who is he? Well, this uh, is a guy called Professor Roy Taylor. Um, and as usual, it's um, the book is actually uh, endorsed by Dr. Michael Mosley, who yeah. we've all heard yeah. of. The, so he did the... I bought one of his, which is yeah. like the, the something... He the, does a, the 5-2 the the diet. That he's yeah. Done, he's yeah. done the two-minute exercise um, what does he say? He just says, this is a terrific book. <laughs> it will help well, a huge number of people. And yeah, uh, there you go. Living proof. True. And it's, it's basically, it's a three-step plan to transform your health. The difference between this and, and the hundreds of other books out there that sort of are going to transform your life, your health, your whatever, um, uh, is that 
this is based on um, a scientific study that was done over 10 years at Newcastle University right. with a, a group of people who all had diabetes. And they, they had different regimes that they tried out on them to see what success uh, they were getting. And they were quite simply astounded and I think have made a huge impact on the medical profession who, right. as I said, when, when I first was di um, um, diagnosed with type 2, um, they sort of said, well, that's it. You just got to live with it and yeah, manage it. Yeah. Now they say, no, this is a reversible disease. Um, this is a curable disease. Yeah. And, but, you know, it's not an easy, you know, there's no magic pill. Yeah. And, you know, there, are, there are magic pills that will help you manage it. But you've got um, to you'll still have diabetes at the end of it. Um, this uh, to try and um, beat yeah. it. And again, as I said, it's not 100%, um, but it's worth a try, I think, yeah. if you've got it, given what you can end up with. I mean, you've yeah. mentioned um, heart disease and all of that, but there's loads of other things that can go wrong. Kidney yeah. disease, yeah. Um, you know, liver uh, problems, uh, your eyesight, obviously, but, you know, particularly the debilitating uh, things with your um, circulation. Right. And once your circulation goes, you start losing the ability to use your hands, your feet, your walk, all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah. so, you know, it's it's definitely worth giving it a go if you've got right. type 2 diabetes. Yeah. Look yeah. into it. Talk to your doctor about it. Um, yeah. They should know about this. They seem to, certainly the, um, the people who deal with diabetes in the National Health Service here, mm. um, you know, there, there's a community diabetes team in in the Lambeth area, yeah, um, uh, they're all into it now, and that's that's a change. Yeah. And I think it's studies like the Harvard one, but so yeah. this one particularly, yeah. Yeah. Um, right. that is, uh, yeah, and I recommend uh, the, this book. It's fairly easy, not long, big yeah. type, um, right. and it's it's fairly easy to understand what you got to do, yeah. um, but it's not easy to do but no, uh, yeah. you know as is any kind of severe diet like that well th thanks for so so much for doing mm. this podcast because you're a you're a real example for anyone you know it needs these stories need to yeah, be heard yeah, and that's yeah. that's why we wanted you to yeah. do it well do it for yourself that's a, yeah that's a, there's, there's another um there's another guy who's been doing personal training here and he came I remember when he came in and he said, look, I've been to the doctors and they're saying to me that I am that close. Mm, Pre-diabetic. Yeah, yeah, I am that close and mm. I am desperate to not go there. Mm. Um, and so I need to do some exercise. Mm. Can you help me? And then, so he's been with us. He, he contacted us, I think it was in January. And then, of course, we were locked down. Mm. And then he came back when we opened the doors, finally, in April, May. And um, he's been with us ever since. And about three weeks ago, he turned around to me and said, I've just been to the doctors. And they say I'm not pre-diabetic anymore. Good. Yeah. So amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So ma the magic of exercise, the magic of strength mm. training, always. I'm always yeah, yeah. going to be yeah. shouting, shouting off the rooftops yeah, yeah. about yeah. the magic of strength training and the magic of diet can, you can transform mm. your life, right? Well, yeah. Then. Well, even outside diabetes, the exercise regime for people over 60 um, is absolutely vital. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's keeping you going. It's uh, building up yeah. your strength, particularly, because yeah. that's what goes. Um, it's so easy to just end up with, you know, loss of muscle strength and yeah. that's when all the trouble starts. Yeah, yeah. Well, like we're that. going to do another mm. podcast about things like osteoporosis and, and the, the mm. natural decline in, in, in your muscle. Yeah. Um, we're going to do another one on that. Um, mm. 
and a couple of the other topics that are about that um, mm. as you get into those um, age categories of 50 above. Um, Declan always says you want to be, um, or he says he, he always says, I want to feel you know, amazing in my 70s and 80s. Mm. And he said, the way I'm going to try and do that is I'm going to work really hard now mm. in my 50s. Good. You know, and yeah. that's the key, I think. Wish I'd like, done that. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be a lot easier. It's time, isn't it? Do the, do the time yeah, yeah, and you yeah. benefit. So yeah. well, um, congratulations, yeah, no. Malcolm. You, I actually, mean, the last, you look amazing. The last thing to say about this is that, um, you know, in your 60s and 70s, um, it's so easy to get exercise wrong. And it's so good to have somebody there guiding you, yeah. checking out, always check, checking in, what's wrong today? Yeah. Oh, you know, where my shoulder's gone? Because <laughs> there's all those things like that going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. So being aware of that so that you don't overdo it because that, that can also cause problems. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Well, we love, love, mm. love growing this this work that we're doing at Hex in mm. with this age group of 50s and we never thought we'd be doing stuff with 60s or 70s and beyond and that's when Kim rocked up and Diana yeah, and yeah. were just like we really want to go in this direction um, so um, yeah, yeah well, go for the over 80s yeah man <laughs> well we're all living longer that's the thing isn't it uh, yeah. 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 Over yeah, 80s, yeah well we'll be there for a start <laughs> <laughs> so um, next episode is Episode 20. We should do something to celebrate that, right? Something interesting. 20 episodes. 20 episodes. Um, wow. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, get one on the women. Well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should get Diana in, shouldn't we? Yes. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.